0: Log Talk Radio.
1: twelve broadcasting out of Long Beach KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. And I'm Jenna and this is Ruth Theory. Thank you guys for showing up. Like I give my love to God every every time I start a show and this video to me. Hope it's powerful for you. Let's give God his thanks and praise first and foremost. Here you go. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Uh. Ah. Uh... Genius grew Theory. It is 11.05 in the p.m. broadcasting live out of Long Beach, community connection, internet radio station, KSRW. Thank you guys for showing up. Downloaded some new music and I put it out here. So we're going to be bringing, I'm going to be bringing some really hot, hot music as well guys, for you guys. To start this evening off, I'm going to go ahead and play a cut that's really close to my heart. And uh just speaking on the subject of, you know, being karma and what we should do towards each other, how we should treat each other, the concern and love we should have for one another, and, uh, you know, making sure that, you know, we shore up our lives, you know, period, with everybody in our lives that, you know, so that we can have a more comfortable life style. So with that, uh, you know, I'm hoping and praying and sending out some shouts out there to everybody to please be close and, you know, be be assured of who you are, and what you are, and love one another as though they love you. So here we go. I'm going to go ahead and play Smokey Norville. And this is actually called Justified. No fitness group theory broadcasting here out of Long Beach. This is your KXRW. It is now 11:06, and this is Justified. So check it, you guys. <laughs>
2: Been made free. I've been made free, despite, my, despite enemy. my enemy. yes I am, I thank God I'm justified, pay the price for my life, and all that was wrong, His love made it right, now whoa. Yes, he did. I've been, by him, hey. but so I've been made free. I've Thank you, Lord. Free Despite free. the enemy. Despite enemy. Hey. Yeah. I, think Listen. I, am I love this verse. Listen. If my sins had their way, I never would have made it. With a debt I just couldn't afford to pay He came and saved me When the enemy said that I couldn't God said go ahead because you're covered By my awesome, awesome power They watch over me all night long if it, been, if, it been, if it had not been, if it had not been If it had not been, if it had not been If it had not been For the Lord that was on my side Hey, listen, I got some testimonies, listen Just like men that was headed for destruction God stepped in and he said Not killed. You're gonna live and you won't see the day of destruction oh. Just like Daniel who was condemned to the lions Then God said, not killed You're gonna live Just like David Who was dearly beloved In spite of God said, not killed yeah. Hey, let's talk about you If you be honest with yourself tonight If it hadn't been for the grace of God You would've been, you could've been We're
1: Everybody, this is Genus Groove Theory. It is now 11:11. 11, 11. Wow, it's, I always get on that 11:11. 11, 11. That's one, 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 one. So I guess you guys should go out there and play that lottery. Actually, I hope you guys liked that. That was Smoky Norfolk. I did download some gospel, you know, for some inspiration. I've been pretty much sitting here co coexisting and making sure that everything is adequate with the show. And I thank you guys for coming out. This is Genus Groove. Theory. This is your KXRW. Long Beach, California, your community connection internet radio station. And hi, I'm Gina. As you guys know, most of you guys know who I sent out uh, I sent out to uh, Texas uh, to let you know what the show is about. I'm going to go ahead and tell a couple of people, then I'll touch we I'm going to go ahead and play another new cut. Uh, pretty much get you on a spiritual tip, because pretty much what we're talking about tonight is going to be about karma. Karma. Actually, I did a writing about it, and I'm going to share it with you guys. It's called The Truth Hurts, but it will set you free. And in life, what I have found after all the things that I've been through uh, from going from, like one says, from riches to rags and trying to get back to riches or you know, where I'm at now, but uh, it's it's been a long journey. And uh, what I did learn is I've always been honest and truthful. I've always kept it real in my life. God, you know, my kids will tell you. I didn't too much dig too much about lying. I'm not really good at lying, but I've learned that the truth when it comes to dealing with people, helping people, is very much needed. did Doing street we out here is it's one thing that's very important to people say They can trust you. And uh, just like myself, when I was in trouble, it was hard to trust. I mean, who can you trust when they come up to you and say, hey,
2: you want to touch?
1: It's like, no, that's okay. A lot of them are isolated. A lot of them feel shunned by society. So it's really hard. Uh, in some cases, um, I'm out to one in one particular individual in ten years, six years, until they would come in and get out of the cold. So with that, you got to have some type of trust. You got to be able to build a bond. What I learned in human services as well is that secrets and keeping keeping secrets and lying. When you sit down with a client, there's one thing that you have to do is be honest. You kind of say, well, you guys up there that say about relationships and so forth. If you guys were out here last night, yeah, there's a lot of lying when it comes to relationships, but when you get to the point where you're honest with yourself. And being honest with yourself first is most is most important. When you're honest with yourself then you can be honest with everybody else. And you kinda of live a kind of free uh, free of worry type of life. You know, prior to prior to 2002. Not that I didn't tell the truth, but I just I didn't live a a spiritually prosperous. I left. I lived a financially prosperous life, but that was a cold, hard, harsh kind of life. I was shrewd, no nonsense, didn't have any understanding of certain things, and was very judgmental. Now prior, now prior to that, that's how I was. After that, let's say post 2004, spiritually. Spiritually prosperous, giving, living, all the elements of EQ. I'll talk to you guys about EQ. i run that by EQ as well. EQ is having empathy, uh, considering your human, you know, mankind. You know, doing what it is. I mean, uh, no one really says, you know, everybody calls him by whatever name it is. God, uh, creator, uh, Ali, Allah. Whatever he is, Buddha to you He's all one God And he does expect for us to be there for one another He created us to be able to be there And to uplift and to support each other And so when I talk to my mentor about being uh, vested See, he's vested I want to be Vested means that you've done all that you can do In the eyes of the man upstairs And you're covered You're covered I'm covered to a certain extent, but I still have a long way to go. I'm invested. When you're invested, that means you're on your way. You got to cut a lot of clout to be vested. And that's what I'm working on, I guess, with this radio show and everybody out there and your support and everybody getting together. We can make some differences in the community. Maybe I can get vested. Maybe, you know, one day, one day I'll be, you know, I'll be able to say, you know what, spiritual prosperity. And on top of that, there's nothing I can't do that God won't cover and And today, I do live that way, but I still have a long way to go. I like that you guys are coming out here to Genus Groove theory. we are gonna go ahead and check in with the time. I'm gonna drop another gospel hit on you guys. This is off actually at the wild gospel two
2: thousand ten uh so you guys, that
1: was you know this man pretty much bootleg, but the case is I love gospel music and and I've been really paying a lot of. Attention and rolling with it, pretty much, because it kind of inspires you and gets you up. You know, it makes you feel a little bit better. It makes you think more positive. Positive thinking is the first and foremost thing that we should do. You have to always. Don't think of the negative. Initially, human, human being, the first thought that comes in our mind is always a negative thought, most likely. And this is what I learned out of the books. I don't know, I don't know what folks out there would say about the books, learning but the cases. First, let's take my personal experience. Know someone says something to you? Of course. The first thing prior to 2002, you say something to me. I what? What did you say? Now I take the time to listen, listening, listening, and being of proper assistance to another person, and being of full intent to do good as opposed to bad. Me and the bishop were sitting up talking this morning, and he was like telling me uh, pretty much where where it is we all need to be. I'm going to go ahead and check in with them and I check in with a couple of other people, see what my guests are going to be. It's pretty much is me. It's going to be me, Gospel, and as well some Johnny Gill, you guys. I got some Johnny Gill uh, that I downloaded, and I got some Mariah, and that's a beautiful thing, too. Uh, I'm going to hit you guys with a, with a test that kind of got me over uh, some humps. In 2008, that was the last time that I became in a life struggle. And prior to me moving out of my apartment, which was December 8, 2000, shoot, 2008, it was December 8th, 2008. Prior to that, uh, you know, I had a lot of battles. I had a lot of struggles. You know, I was a lot, ang- I was angry. And I was angry because people didn't understand why I was outreach and People didn't under- People treated me funny, you know, when I stayed with them simply because I was doing uh, outreach, you know. And to them, they figured, well, why are you working for free? I can't explain to people what outreaching means to me. It's it's an acquired taste, and you have to kind of get out there. Everybody that has ever rode with us over the years, I tell them, look, if I invite them, I say, and that's like to my BFF, it's something that you have to you have to get accustomed to yourself. If it grabs a hold to you, then it'll grab you. If not, then, I mean, it'll be an experience for you. I've had some people say, well, I don't feel any different. For me, it was a life change. The first experience, and, and to the experience today, has, has changed my life with each experience with dealing with giving somebody or helping somebody has changed my life. Even though, you know, a lot of people say, well, I don't get that back. Me and the bishop were talking about it, and he was saying, it does take, you know, it takes it takes more than just me to make things happen. Prior, I would say, oh, I, can, I got this. I can take care of this on my own. But being alone and living alone and being on top of the world by yourself kind of a lonely situation and I don't think anybody really wants that. The majority of rich people out here who do have a lot of money, they're mostly miserable when they're all by themselves. So why not why not? They say, say you have riches. Say if you have riches, you have riches to share, build something with, create something with. You know, make something worthy for our community. So I say I got my my bids in, I put up my first forty, you guys know. I've been talking to uh Talking to a, a real sharp guy, uh, my brother uh, Bishop uh, introduced me to, and he he is on the ball. He has his own trucking company, and he has a brilliant idea that he wants to bring to the forefront. And I kind of read it over about the DVD, the DVD that I was listening to. You know I brought it to you, The Power of Ambition. And everything that I was saying, he kind of added, he ad-libbed to. So I was like, wow, so you already got the idea. And also, too, he has a plan. And that's what we need. Shout out to Jay out there in New York. I know I know you're really handling some legal battles out there and I hope you're doing well. Touch me on Facebook. Much love to you. I hope you guys checked out my Facebook and saw my my new web snap. WebSnap, you guys can go to webstamp.com and uh you can create your own Snap signature for your emails and so forth. I'm learning a lot. I'm, I'm really, really learning a great deal. I'll share it with you. I'll show you some of my Twitter my Twitter and Facebook Uh, accomplishments, as well as how I've been, uh, you know, gearing myself towards more positivity, you know, taking out the time to be able to work on me and work on the show and do the right thing by me, not leaving anybody out, but also keeping in mind that, hey, you guys depend on me, I depend on you. Without you guys, there would be no me. So let's go ahead and touch in with another, you know what? Just go ahead and play. Let's see. I haven't uh, been in my studio yet to see where everything is. But let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, I haven't been in my studio, so we're going to go ahead and check it out and see what we got here. Hey, you know what? I was playing this uh, song the other day, and uh, someone was uh, standing on the street corner, and they, they were singing it. Sold out. Sold out. It's uh, actually a real, real inspirational set. So I'm going to go ahead and break it on you guys. This is actually sold out, and I believe it's like, it has a cast, Walker, and his choir as well, because okay, they're sold out, so check it out. This is on Genius Group Theory. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station broadcasting out of Long Beach. Hi, I'm Genius with the theory. This is sold out, guys, so. Put your hands together and get the clapping because it's, it's, it's really tough. So here you go. Sold out on Gina's Groove Theory. It's 1122. Come on, make some noise here.
2: I come to the fire.
1: you back with Genius Group Theory. It is now 1126 in the p.m. Shout out there to Mo out there in Florida. Thank you for the little inspiration that you gave me. You gave me a call. That was really nice. Thank you. Got me feeling a little bit better. You know, hey, sometimes you need a friend to go ahead and drop you a call and give you a smile, and that's, uh, that's pretty much what the, what we all could use is, uh, like we said, but a little second of hope. It could be a call. It could be a letter. It could be a head up. It could be a thumbs up. You know, hey, you see people out there on the street, say hello. You know, represent. Let them know that they care for and that they're represented for as well. Uh, Shout out there to Long Beach City. Hopefully I'll be seeing you guys uh, soon, touching with some of the professors. I am organizing my community leaders and my community representatives as well as my council members by name so that I can get with you out there and put my feet on the ground, even though if I'm not going to be out here in Long Beach, I'm going to be always out there in the community. I'm going to be representing wherever I go, you guys. You guys are always in my mind and in my spirit. I'm trying to stay steady, keep the show ready for you every, every day. We're going to try to work with it, as well as do my PR. So I'll be letting you guys know where I'm going to be at on the weekend. On the weekend, I'm going to be getting out. So we're going to be doing some early shows. I'm going to start planning shows like I used to have like when I first started. 4 o'clock, I'm going to try to get around to 4 o'clock so I can be able to get out there and and uh, meet the folks and get used to people, get get into the groove as well, and you know, and bring it to you guys as, as I can, as best I can. So let's see, I'm looking in my studio to see, this is a song that I downloaded, like I said, prior to 2008, you know, it was kind of hard for me. You know, I was going through a lot of battles. I was angry with a lot of my family members and angry because of, you know, people not understanding. And uh, when I come back from, when we come back from, I'm going to do like a couple of songs because I got a couple of people to touch. Uh, when I come back, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read to you, the truth hurts, but it will set you free. And the truth does hurt. You know, sometimes the truth doesn't sit too well with you. Sometimes you want to deny it. Sometimes you don't want to face it. I've been there. But then what I what I have learned is the truth does really set you free. And you can be honest with yourself and be honest with the people around you. You can live a better life. It's more freeing, more open, more inviting for other people. And then also, too, it builds a, a certain amount of trust. If In fact, if your word is not what it you say it is, and your word is not solid, then how can anybody trust and believe in you? The one thing that I learned out there working with the people out there living on the streets and then living on the streets is, you got to be honest, straightforward. You know, already, it's its hard to trust and believe in anybody. It's hard to trust and believe in God because you can't see him. But if you keep it 100, then let's say this is like my girl Rene said, if you keep it real, tell it like it is. Don't hold anything back and don't keep any stick. You can kind of ease it over. I learned it from my mentor, you know, how to engage. Being engaging can be it, The word engaging can be misled into anything, but to be engaging, that means to reach out, to reach out to someone, to make someone feel comfortable enough. Because there's a lot of pain out there, there's a lot of hurt out there, a lot of people out there who don't trust a lot of people. Oh, uh, one one, for one, they don't trust people because of lies and, and you know, hey, when I bring out my brother, the bishop out here, when he comes out here, he does shoot it from the hip. Keeps it real. Something you could do. So we're going to be looking forward to him calling in. I just got a phone with him as well. He's going to be calling in and touching on it as well. Karma, you know, is all I could say, if you don't live in your life leading it with full good intentions without motive, it's a blow up. Like everybody knows that's my word. It is a blow up. It's a blow up because you lead a facade, a false self. Having a false self you know, we talked about toxic and healthy shame. Toxic shame is having a false self. It means you don't really want anybody to know who you are. And as long as many as you, the person can know you. They never really know who you are because you're having another face. And I did a writing about that. And the people that have other faces, everybody doesn't have the same face when you're looking at them as they do when they turn their back. So I try to keep my face, my, my backside, Someone said, I need eyes behind my head No, you don't really need eyes behind your head You just need to be honest with yourself Be able to look in the mirror Look at yourself And say, okay, I'm accountable I did this, I did that Make amends with everybody Set yourself free See, the truth sets you free When you tell the truth and you admit it to someone else And say, hey, I'm sorry A lot say as far as forgiveness Forgiveness is not a two-way street It's a one-way street And if you can forgive yourself enough to be honest with yourself. And it, it's really hard. No one wants to admit that they are the way they are. And I've come to admit, prior to 2002, I was a setup. And I had no sense of, uh, I didn't have any, let's say, understanding for people and whatever their plea was. I was a no-nonsense. I didn't even believe in uh, panic, anxiety, attacks. And I didn't believe in anything that I've been involved in this, this past, uh, say it's been uh, 2001 past 11 years, it was so much that I had to, I had to grasp, first I had to get out of denial, then I had to get into believing, and I had to get into understanding, and that's that's how I got to where I am today. Today, being honest and keeping it, you know, keeping it real with everybody I talk to and telling it like it is, serves me best. The man upstairs kind of likes it too. You know, at least I can walk around free, and I really don't have anything on my shoulder. Now, as far as the rest of everything else, you know, hey, I've been, it's been a rough couple of couple of months, and, you know, everybody's simply is not going to like you. And with that, it doesn't care what you do or how you do, there's always going to be someone out there that's not going to be, you know, pleased with you or your actions. And with that, I've learned that too. As it, it, nice as I can be, as good as I, a good friend I can be, everybody's not going to be happy with me. You know, people still complain, people still want me to. You know, of course, people want you to do what they want you to do, and today you have to kind of live for yourself. But I told the young man, you have to do what makes you, have, you have to stand up for yourself at this point. We stand as a community together when we're working together. You have to stand up for yourself. You are all you have. Yeah, it's like, wow, I'm the only, you got God upstairs, and you got you. When it comes to being responsible for your actions, you have to be responsible for your own actions. You can't put the burden on someone else. And you can't allow for other people to have you bear the cross, you know, because when when you allow that, then you'll be bearing crosses. I mean, I just unloaded like 15 crosses a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) And those crosses that you bear, I don't really mind bearing a cross. I don't mind bearing anybody else's cross. Then it comes a time that now I have to look forward to making sure that everybody else is, is settled, everybody is good, I'm giving out good information and Informative information as far as resources And that is very important So with that, let's go ahead and do a time check And I'm going to go ahead and touch we am going to see uh, where in my studio It is now 11.34 in the p.m. This is Gina's Blue Theory Broadcasting here in Long Beach KXRW, your community connection internet radio station Broadcasting live This is Gina's Groove Theory And I like thank you guys for showing up Without you, there would be no me. And that's for definitely short. So let's say I wanna see if I did get this download. Because I did do the downloading and I didn't really have time to check. Let's let's check it out. We'll go ahead and touch you with uh, uh let's let's do this. You know when you're in the battle? This song right here always gets me going. When I'm in a struggle, when I'm going through it and I need to like pick it up and there's nobody to talk to and I can't call my brother Bishop and say, Hey, can you give me a little a bless? This song right here will get you going. This is called Waging War. Waging War, the battle on life, pretty much. The battle on being faithful and true to yourself. So check it out. This is also on the Wild Gospel 2010 track. So here it goes, Waging War in Long Beach, California. Check it out. Genus Groove Theory. That was raging war. It is now 11:41 on in PM. This is Long Beach, California, broadcasting KXRW, your Internet Radio Connect, Internet Radio Connection, Community Connection Radio Station. So I'm gonna go ahead and touch again. I'm uh, talking with uh, my son, so we're gonna go ahead and uh, work over some things and see who's out there, and uh, give another shout out to to the uh, to Von who is gonna come on in and uh, share some of his knowledge with us about uh getting some ladies together and making them some business partners and showing us how to do, how to regulate our, our assets. And uh, he's a quite quite smart quite smart man and kinda of dug him. So we gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and play something I haven't played before. So let's go ahead and touch show I send a shout out here since my, uh, my my mentor loves this song, so I'll go ahead and bust this one. This is Mary, Don't You Wait This is Janice Groove Theory It is 11.41pm And we're out of Long Beach, California KXRW Hope.
2: Hope. I want to tell you a story About two sisters Damn. Mary and Martha, whose brother now lay sick. And it was that same man who Jesus made rise from the dead. <laughs> now just in case you're doubting the power that Jesus possesses, we want to give you some encouragement. Trinity, <laughs> let's do this. Hope, Mary, don't you
1: As well, uh, it is now 11:47 in the PM. This is Janice Groove Theory, November twentieth, two thousand and twelve. We are counting down to what? What is today? Tuesday. A couple of days to Turkey Day, I believe. Wow, it's come, came pretty quick. Hopefully, everybody's gonna have a happy Thanksgiving this uh, Thanksgiving. There's gonna be some feedings. I'm gonna go ahead and touch in and let you guys update you guys with that. I do have a girlfriend who. Was on the show last week, and she's forming a woman's group, and uh, so that they can get together and do some uh, feeding for Thanksgiving. And uh, she's dropped me, you know, dropped me a a little line, and I'm gonna go ahead and share that with you guys too as well. The woman organization that she's starting is uh, to be proactive with, uh, I guess, working with community and working with women to empower women. So I'm gonna go ahead and support her with that. You know, it takes it only takes one person to get it started, but then also too, it takes everybody to join on in. And we as women need to be empowered as well. Uh, there's a lot of struggles out here going on. There's a lot of women out here who, you know, me me myself and me myself and I. Sometimes I turn to my brother for encouragement. Sometimes I turn to my children for encouragement. You know, it's always good to have someone who's going to uplift you and uh, help you to rise above over adversity. Adversity adversity is a struggle for a lot of people, men and women alike. So with that, you know, you got to have courage. Courage is first and foremost. And most of you guys who were out here with me with the power of ambition, power of ambition is great. But it's not what you have. It's not what you drive. It's not where you live. It's what you do, what you do to make a difference in other people's lives. And that's how I live today, being honest, truth, truthworthy, trustworthy as well, and Keeping it, keeping it real with people. Telling them just like it is. You know, not really going by side tracking and, you know, sugar coating. You know, just say what it is. I was telling, uh, telling a young man today, you have to be honest and open and realistic with people. As much as it may hurt. Uh, the young man said to me, he was like, well, this girl wants me to tell her a lie. Should I tell her a lie? I said, no, you know what? Just tell the truth. I mean... It's better to get the truth out than to tell a lie and then have to be retracted. My mom always said, when you tell one lie, you got to tell another. And then like most of, most of all my friends know. I said, if you lie, you steal, you steal, you cheat. It all all goes along with the same same order. So if you be real with yourself, take a look at yourself. And it, it, it does take a lot. It took me years to be able to get in touch with who I am and to realize my faults and my flaws and to realize that I'm not perfect. And that I make mistakes, and we all do. And that other people's mistakes, too, can be accounted for as well. You know, who am I? Who are you? Who are anybody to judge or point fingers? And being judgmental today and being biased, you know, this radio station was brought to bring community together and also to end the stigma of what people think about mental illness, about homelessness, about all these social issues that face our communities. Communities worldwide. This radio show goes as far as the other side of the world, and if we can make a difference by starting, starting with this community and taking it over to another community, as well as empowering women and men as alike, then we can really make a difference. Let's get together and raise our children as well. Uh, I'm going to be bringing in some people who can talk about parenting. Uh, I got I got some great guests who are already online. They're kind of shy, kind of standoffish, but they're powerful people. They live their lives as well and they, they raise their children as that as well too. like my, my friend Jay out there in New York, homeschooling his own children for. He said they're growing pretty fast. Homeschooling that is. Two parents working together. Most homes aren't aren't capable of having the two parents. But if you're fortunate to have the two parents and one parent does one thing, I I just really love the way they do it. The one parent does this and, and raises the kids and teaches the children, the other parent works. And then as far as working from home, too, it is very convenient for you to be able to have an at-home job or a more so relaxed job. Not so uncomfortable. Well, for me today, that's how I live spiritually prosperous. I'm not confined. I, I do what makes me happy. You know, what Mr. Ron said from the Power of Ambition is doing something that you love to do. And I used to tell my kids this as growing up. When, when we talked about school and getting education, we talked about their education. I always told them, when, when I was coming up, I loved to learn. When you love to learn. And I don't know how I got to that point, but I, I guess I always wanted to know more. I always wanted to add on. I always wanted to know how things worked. You know, not, 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 not as much as so hands-on, but I always wanted to know how things worked. I wanted to know how the world was. I wanted to know history. I wanted to know all those things. Well, there not too many subjects that I didn't like, except for calculus, but I, that I didn't conquer and, and over-succeed over in it. Because learning, loving to learn, or loving to do a job, or loving to do what you do, is powerful. You can't replace it. As opposed to doing a job that you just do, because you've got to make a dollar, or you've got to make a paycheck. And also, too, keep in mind supposed to be teaching our children about wages and profits. What are the differences? We're going to be bringing out some, I'm going to definitely study. I've been doing a lot of typing, doing a lot of printing, doing a lot of writing. Started on my book today too. You guys out there who got the Apple, Apple has iBook author. I tell you, iBook author helps you write your book. And I've been steadfast on that too. So you guys be standing by for that. Uh, actually, it's it's uh, called the Act, the Act of Courage. You guys am going to be bringing it to you. It's going to be the story about my whole life story, as far as what, where I came from, how I got there, and where I'm at today. So with that, let's go ahead and uh, let's see if I can bring you this. Uh, oh, my, my son was telling me about how I can pretty much uh, incorporate and import my music. So we're going to be working on that as well. So that I won't have to have it, you know, in the one studio and I can kind of regulate a little something. So let's say it's it's a blessing for that as well. Good looking. Good looking. That's the little chat that we had. Now, yeah, this song prior to 2008 is a song that brought me over a lot. I was uh, angry. I was upset with a lot of people. And then after that kind of helped me too. Because with people not understanding why you work for free because in their eyes it's working for free. When when they when they don't understand what it is that you do and why you do. Or maybe they just don't have it in them to do. Uh just like Mr. Neal, Stephen Neal, the council council member Stephen Neal said, you know, when people tell you that you can't or that you won't, that's because they wish they could. And in that in that respect, never listen to what you do. Never listen to what you, anybody tell you is negative? You tell us something negative. You give back. There's nothing that you can't do. We put our time and our effort into it. And if we have the right intention and the right mindset and the right reasoning, there's nothing that we can't do as a community, as family unit, as relationships, as in parenting, as in mother, children, father, all of that. There's nothing that we can't do. So this song, is actually, I got some Mariah Carey, yes, it's Mariah, well. this song got me over a lot of bad feelings, when I first started listening to it, I would cry, but then after a while, listen to it took over and over and over, like my kids will tell you I do, what it says, no matter what it, no it you, you just wish them well, no matter what it is. If you're powered by God, you're highly favored, spiritually prosperous, blessed, then you don't have to really worry about what anybody else feels or says. And then you don't have to worry about karma coming back to bite you in the ass because that's pretty much what my sister was telling me. You know, karma it really doesn't exist. Most people say, oh, people don't never get their stuff back. Yeah, they do. There's nothing that you can do about it. you got to give it up to God. Give it to the man who has plans. And it's not you. The battle is not ours. That you give it to him, and you say, "I wish you well. you say, "I'm sorry, you make amends you apologize sincerely to all that you possibly hurt anybody that you could. you don't know, enjoy, sure but you do you know make amends with everybody. That's not saying that you have to bow down to anyone. you just free yourself, free your spirit, and once you do that, you can breathe, you can breathe a lot lighter, so with this. This is my carry. This is off her MC Square album. I thought, I wish you well. Wish you well. I wish you should think about you ideas about you. You just wish them well. So let's do a time check. It is now 11:57, slowly approaching 12 o'clock. It's gonna be November 21st pretty soon, and almost Turkey Day. It's gonna be one day today. We're gonna see what's going on with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving food food uh giveaway and food dinners. The they post some food, uh South sir. Gonna be feeding as well. It's gonna be kinda of far for some people to eat. Don't have a car. So I'm gonna to touch in on that in this particular in our city, where where it is gonna be where we can all go for something to eat Thanksgiving. Uh, you know I I'll get everybody to be a role model this, this Thanksgiving. Don't know if I have negative things. I'm working with people who are working with me. I'm bringing it to you. So, this is genus Groove Theory. I'm 58, I I'm out of so you got to scotch up.
2: It's up to you and you And you know who you are When glory days turn to stormy nights You must have been so petrified And yet in your vision You are getting the world in a losing fight A Captive of your team
1: back with Gina's Groove Theory. You're live with Gina's Groove Theory. This is your K X R W Community Connection Internet Radio Station. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and read the text that I sent out for everybody for tonight's show. Uh actually it uh it's called the truth hurts but it sets you but it will set you free. Truth does hurt though and it will set you free. I'm talking about speaking openly about being free free. In keeping it real, a survivor of life, uncertainty, mental illness, and working as a street outreach specialist, my life would never be the same. Being a community activist, mother, friend, and taking on the responsibility and being account, accountable for whatever I did, right or wrong, is the first step towards working and living without negative consequences. Oh, oh, I'm getting a text. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Is that better? Maybe I can turn it. turn me up a little bit. Okay. Thank you very much for that. Uh, For people at home sending that shout out. Um, the first step towards living without negative consequences is the only way to live. And the skills that I've learned in life and in human services has authenticated my existence, my purpose, and my life. Working with the homeless community is not an easy task. For one, people don't trust. They don't trust you enough to even really speak to you when they're living out there. So you uh, you have to gain their trust. And with trust, of course, you have to tell the truth. After many years of engaging, I have learned that honesty is key. You can't just tell folks living on the streets anything. They're very isolated. Isolated and very indifferent to society. They have been shunned and ridiculed for being homeless. And the stigma is that foreshadows them. Their existence is blurred by myths and personal judgment. There are inconsistencies in the reasoning of why they live the way they do. And they know how the outside world feels about them. Many people feel they have done wrong to end up in their situation. Because I used to feel that way. And I stand here to bring light to end the stigma and to end all the urban legends about just reasons why it's not really a purpose of why a person ended up there. It's that the the fact that the person is there. I think if we more so consider, in my in my standpoint today, if we more so consider that they're there as opposed to why they or how they got there. Because when you're insisting someone, it really doesn't matter what circumstances it took to get them there. And also, too, keep in mind, never never judge, because no one really actually knows what can happen to either one of us. In today's society, with the the economy going down, you have people losing their homes, you have a lot of uh, bogus things going on as far as how banks are dealing with mortgages, and a lot of people have lost out, you know, and these people now used to have homes, they don't have homes. You know, so it could, it could be anything. It could take any any serious impact, losing your job, losing your financial stability, losing your mate, losing the person who could help or who can get you over the hump, can take you there. And with that, you'll know once you have been put in a situation whereas that you've lost, regardless of what it is that you've lost, you're always gonna have that thought in the back of your head, Well, are you gonna be able to trust anybody? If, in fact, that you know I have a friend a friend of mine much love to her out there uh she she knows a friend she has a lady friend who whose husband passed away and she ended up losing everything because she didn't know the background of what bills were due and how to pay payments and she she knew nothing she was more so a homemaker, and like I represent for everybody out there, being a homemaker and being the one that takes care of the family, the kids and so forth you got to be up abreast. And I, I had a show. When I first started doing the show on my own, I had a show about this to make aware that you should be more active in whatever your finances are. With If you have a mate or a husband, a spouse, or, you know, your love partner, whatever the case may be, you have to be more aware of what the business is. Because if you don't, you can end up. I thought I was well covered. I thought I had, see, I had CDs, IRAs. You know, sometimes you think that you got all that extra and you, you got something to fall back on. But really, in in truth, once you lose a job or you lose something of substantial uh, means, then life is unfortunate. Life becomes uncertain. Life becomes uh, something maybe you, you won't be f- too familiar with. And with that, life changes. During these years that I've been out here working, I found that truth and keeping it keep just, just telling people and experiencing telling people my experience, my life experience. And also to add in with my learned school experience has brought me to where I am today. Honesty, truth, doing things for the goodwill of someone for for everyone is where I stand on. And that's how I roll. So with that, like my brother out my brother Bishop says, you tell I you tell 25 of your friends and you tell them to tell 25 of their friends, then maybe we can get some things going. Now the original the original letter that I had wrote, actually, it's a I wouldn't call it a poem. You guys know I'm a writer. I wouldn't call it a poem, but a lot of my a lot of things that I experience in life I have to put down on paper. It takes for something to inspire me. A lot of people say, what is it that gets you going? You know, you, you got to have ambition. You got to have ambition is, is success. Like I like just like uh, Mr. Jim Buron said, success is not is not wagered by what it is that you have or how far you've come or where you're going. Success is measured by where you're at today. Someone was saying to me earlier, you have to really be happy with who you are today. So let's say, I might not have everything that I want. I might not have my my Barbie Barbie house. Or I might not have everything that I might think materialistic that I need or want. That is totally way far-fetched from success. Success Successful people are happy people. Successful people live lives without having the the black cloud of doubt on them. And then no one really likes to, uh, you know, trust in someone that, they, that doesn't tell the truth. And, and as well as, it kind of kind of gives you a bad flavor. So with that, I've learned over the period of years that honesty is best. You know, go ahead and tell people what it is that they need to know, not as opposed to what I want you to know. It's about what, what you guys need to know. That's why I try to have people come out here who have experience, not just words, but experience in where they have been, what they have done. Shout out there to Kenny. I know he's uh, I do believe he's on a plane now, or either should be in Connecticut. Much love. He's going to be representing out of Connecticut. He was a uh, multi-service center worker out here uh, for years, and now he's went back to Connecticut. He said we're going to c- connect. We're going to see what we can do, state by state, state by state, country by country, continent by continent. That's how we're rolling. Uh, the first original. Uh, I wrote this, i say, about maybe three weeks, just a little bit, under three weeks ago. And it was titled as well, The Truth Hurts. So I'm going to go ahead and share it with you guys. Actually, I wrote it October 18th. And it's called, The Truth Truth Hurts, But It, It Sets You Free. Today is the beginning of a new journey for me. People always say that they want what is best for me. And I find that an encouraging word. I live by what I do, right or wrong, if knowingly I am proven wrong, or before I think to speak, I consider how sharp words can cut. And when it comes to my actions, I do my best to curtail my behavior first, then I listen. In the past several days, I've had time to reflect on my life and new unforeseen battles. It was very hard to take. But I came into this world loving to learn. And effortlessly, I always push for more in whatever I set out to achieve. But I have to think as I sit here. Oh, my goodness. I got the bishop calling. Hold that thought. Let's say hello. Hey, bishop. What's going on? Uh, You know, you caught me right in in the reading. Do you want me to call you? I said you caught me right in the reading. I'm I'm on air. (laughs) You're cut up. Oh yeah. well, I'm yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, pretty much I was sharing, uh, sharing with them about the truth hurts. Actually, tonight's show is called "The Truth Hurts, but It Will Set You Free." Since we have been speaking on it, I, you know, I I brought it. Well, I'll go ahead and I send a shout out there for you. I let them know you guys. <laughs> I let them know. Okay, Bishop. You 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 get in that big rig. I came on at eleven, actually. Okay. Okay. Well, I keep it I keep it ro- rotating for you. Hey, you guys. He said Bishop Brett says hello. I'll keep it rolling for you. Okay. All right. I love you. Okay. Bye-bye. Everybody, that was the bishop. He's really working hard. He said he has to get up early, so he sends his love to everybody, and he'll be out here tomorrow night. Actually, now where did I leave off? Um, I always push for more in whatever I set out to achieve, but I have to sit, I have to think, and sit here as glancing at my hand and glancing at my hand as least as possible and I feel deep in my soul sharing this is seemingly hard to do without feeling empty malnutrition feeling a malnutrition feeling in the pit of my stomach I stopped breathing, breathing for a couple of minutes just to take an invis, invisible swallow of tear filled nonverbal screams I've had a long I've had it in a long while my eyes ache the strongest of all. They are good at hiding my tears. I'm grateful that I have the support of all of you, though I know personally in life, or the ones that I've ever met in the physical form, but walk with me in spirit. Thoughtful, silent prayers I heard, and all bestowing on my healing at the present. And my listeners and fans, followers on Blog Talk Radio, and hosts alike, we are all in a battle, geared and ready to take on the real issues. That are going on in life. And Facebook friends and families and the the Venice monarch still lives on. Gina Chile classmates, much love to you guys. My New York connection, Mr. J. Furious, and their family. I'm getting better on the business at hand. With the war on miscommunication, prejudice based on miseducation, poor representation, fear of saying what we really feel as the people who reside together in our communities. And take the direct approach to make a difference, that the future generations can carry on and build stronger. Idealistic sounds sounds kind of idealistic, but with God, all things are possible. I want you guys to check out my show's Facebook page, and as well as check out my new website under construction. It's at www.gena.inc. That's G-E-N-A-I-N-C. dot W I S dot com. Pretty, pretty pretty for you guys out there. My son, the IT guy, hooked it up for me. So send a shout out there to my son for that. Yeah, and also you can go out there and you can send to that I have a widget that he just put on my uh put on my page. As opposed to going to Blog Talk, you guys can go right on to Gina Inc. dot wick dot com and you guys can hear the shows. It's a little box. All you gotta do is hit whatever show that you guys want to hear. Let's do a time check in. That was uh, Bishop Brett. Much love out there to him. He's gonna get him some sleep. It is now twelve sixteen in the a.m. You're representing here with Genesis Groove Theory. This is your KXRW, your Community Connection Internet Radio Station, broadcasting live. You know, sometimes when you think about, you know. Uh, it's 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 a travesty to let go people that are good. It, you know, it bothers me to have to, you know, be angry or to be indifferent to anyone. But sometimes, like my brother says, you have to, uh, sometimes you just got to let things go. You got to let people go. And I do find that no matter, like I said, no matter what, everybody's not going to be happy with the choices that you make. And they're going to be happy with the person who you are. And they're going to judge you from way back. And with that, you know, all, with all that, all you can do is stress and believe in yourself, keep your head up, keep moving forward, take time. Now that, now that I've learned about how you have to pretty much put your time into each individual aspect of your life, you got to plan it. So if you got 24 hours in a day, four hours can go to working on the radio show, four hours can go to... Hanging out with my kids, four hours can go Adam Eight can go there You know, four hours equal hours With everything in your life And then by the end of the day If you have completed something If you have completed something, then you feel That you have done something If at the end of the day, like uh, Mr. Ron says If at the end of the day You haven't done anything but trick yourself out <laughs> And that's real funny I want you guys to check that out It's called The Power of Ambition It is Actually the narrator is Jim J. I. M. R. O. H. N. It is a powerful power seven hours. But to sit there and listen to, to what he has to say, he says the same thing repetitiously. But what he's doing is pounding it in your head. And he's is the like unlikeliest character to be presenting it. Bottom line he's uh looks like he's Caucasian for sure. Well maybe of a European background, but he's representing telling people that you can't get anywhere without doing something for someone else. You can't get anywhere thinking that it's all about you. And also, too, karma is is a killer. If you walk around and you feel that you can walk over someone or you can get over on someone else, or if you feel that you slighted someone, or you feel that you gotten away with something, there's no getting away with anything. Whatever negativity that we do or whatever we partake in, we will reap what re- we re- sow. It's the whole plant a garden. Put the seed. You don't water it. Well, it'll die. It's in fact that you plant the seed of the seed in your in someone's life. I mean, I'm coming to terms with, and it's really hard for me too. After being uh, being out here nearly ten years and doing what I've been doing, it's real hard for me to look at anybody sideways. You know, you know, or angrily, or, or you know, I, I try my best not to be judgmental because I was so judgmental prior to today. But and and you, you just can't help but you know see it, you can't ignore it, you know there's, there's always going to be someone, you know you just have to man up and watch out who you de- who you're dealing with. Some people say, oh you can deal with oh, like Bishop would say and like my mentor would say, you got to deal with the wicked. Sometimes you know as in the days are now today. Look at my hand that that really does say a lot. Some things you got to let go and some things you got to let God. And that's pretty much. Now I know when people say "let go, let God," that's "let go, let God," that let Him do the work. Bottom line is, He's the only one who can control it. He's the only one that can bless us, take us out of, pluck our feet out the net. And that's one thing. And and also to been doing a lot of Bible reading as well. Looking forward to a a more so more spiritual life today. Considering uh, considering where it is that I want to go, where what places I want to. You know, where I want to rise. And I think that's something that everybody should do. Um, as far as setting goals, setting goals by what is most important, another little key element that uh, Mr. Ron said was if there's something that you do good at, if there's something that you do good at, don't focus. And I must give my, give my love, my sweet face, too, because she said it too. Don't go for the easy thing, go for what's not comfortable. When he said that and my daughter had said it like maybe a couple of days before that and I was like, Wow, he's right. Work on what's hard to do. Because see what's easy to do, you can you you can get you can get done with that no time and you you just repeatedly constantly work on that. But when you start working on the things that are hard to do and you start putting more you, you kind of fine tune the things that you need to get better. Now for me, time management, procrastination. All of that extra, relying on someone, and uh, well, I'm guilty of doing things for everybody else too, you know. But with that, I, I have to say to God, I'm like, okay, God, you can let me slide on that one, you know. You know, I, I go out my way, but you know, I I do what I do, and I think He appreciates me for that. I think He appreciates appreciates all of all of our efforts for whatever that we do today to make a difference in someone else's life. So keep that in mind. Let's do a time check in. Go ahead and. uh what I got out here that's new for you guys as well. Uh, it is now 1222 in the AM broadcasting here out of Long Beach. This is your KXRW your community, your community connection internet radio station. going to bring some more writings to you as well. Some more other things I want to share with you too. Uh, I, I, I've i been doing, like I said, I started on my book as well. Most of you guys who uh, I don't know if you guys are in, interested in writing. Oh, Wait a minute. Today is the 21st. So you guys, we have nine more days to register and you can do that online for Cal State Dominguez Hills. The registration for spring 2013 ends on the 30th of November. So keep that in mind. I am planning on transferring over there as well. I want to do my spring 2013 over there. I'm looking forward to it as well. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful year. i make sure it I'm going to knock it out so I can go ahead and transfer out to UCLA. That's that's my goal. See, that's a goal. That's one of the goals that I do have on a piece of paper. And also, too, to start this nonprofit organization as well. So much love out there to all of you guys out there for representing. I know you guys are out there listening on the web pretty much. And uh, this is Genus Groove Theory broadcasting here live. I'm going to go ahead and touch with some Angie Stone. Now, this is a new new uh, track. This is her, uh, Angie Stone, with music. This is called More Than a Woman. This is an awesome cut. So, you guys, check it out. It's powerful, and it pretty much says where you should be within a relationship as well. More than a woman. So, here you go. Live on Genius Groove Theory. It is 1124, 1124, so 1224 in the AM. November 21st, 2012 Representing Live Here you go Hey Joe
2: Never mind.
1: Hi everybody, you're back with Gina Screw Theory. It is now slowly approaching 1230, 12.30 in the a.m. It is November 21st, 2012. That was Angie Stone and actually Joe. Uh, this uh, typo, that's not music, it's Joe. You guys know, you guys remember Joe. And since we're touching on a little bit of Angie Stone, I'm going to go ahead and bring Angie Stone again with actually Anthony Hamilton powerful. This is called Stay A While. So you guys check it out on Genus Groove Theory for the first time.
2: say I'm
3: coming
2: home in a few days and I would like it if we could just play it play for a while.
1: Angie Stone is, hi everybody, this is Gina's Groove Theory back, it is 12.33 in the a.m., it is November 21st, 2012, I guess a couple of days till Thanksgiving, you guys, so uh, wow, gonna be looking for uh, for that turkey and that ham, or whatever you're cooking, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and touch with a couple of folks out here, this is actually, I downloaded some Johnny Gill, well, new edition, actually. This is Can You Stand the Rain?
2: Just know I'm not asking just
1: Hello everybody, we're back with Genus Groove Theory. Just running over a few uh running over a few few things that I might want to share with you guys. Uh it is now, let's check in the time, it is now twelve forty AM. This is November twenty first. Actually, this is Genus Groove Theory K X R W, Your Community Connection Internet Radio Station. Genus Groove Theory. Going over a few things, uh, a few writings that I'm, I'm that I'm thinking about sharing with you guys. Oh yeah, actually, this is one I do want to share. Uh, it goes along with the lines of, like I say, most of the things that I do write, they are they are actually inspired from daily living. It's the things that I acknowledge, you know, from how people deal with me and I deal with them, and so. Actually, this is uh, called, Sometimes We Need to Just Let Go. I have spoken so many times of freeing ourselves from all the ties that bind us. And even though these past 11 plus years going through life struggles, I have found that life was, a be- was beautiful, living without all of the unimportant things as money problems, as well as all the disappointments. Just be real with the people in my life, treat others as I want to be treated, Listen instead of talking, accept accountability for what I might have done to someone that may have hurt them, and I didn't have to walk around with a heavy burden on my already worn shoulders. Just start to begin to heal. I've learned through my journey to this comfortable place in my life that life can be beautiful. When you have good, inten- good, sound intentions, I've hope- opened my heart to be empathetic regardless to what issues that I may have, simply because I'm human right? We make mistakes. We do things maybe without thought. Not really intended to harm, right? These are the words that seem to come out the mouths of so-called friends as excuses for whatever they do to me. And the sad thing is is they're just covering up the fact that they hurt me while minimizing any damage done. And the twisting of the whole incident around make me feel like I'm the guilty party. Only to have the reason to do do more to me the next time. Especially knowing they aren't as good a friend to me as I am to them. The most incredible part is that even as I sit and reflect on the injustice done to me, I get a blessing second, I get blessings seconds later. As soon as I can feel sad and a frown barely starts to form, a big smile takes over my face. This happens every time. As much as they would like to change the weather of my emotions with farces, The man I know, who is my friend, says, Gina, it's going to be a beautiful, warm, and sunny day. Go out and enjoy it. Powerful, right? Big day, makes big moves, big changes, makes big differences in different lives. So with that, let's do a time check in. See what else I got out here for you guys. It is now 12.42 in the a.m. This is Gina's Groove Theory. Your KXRW, your Community Connection Internet Radio Station. Thank you guys for joining tonight. Very solemn, solemn night. And I hope you guys like that, uh, Johnny Gill. I did download some more of Johnny Gill, which I'm gonna go ahead and uh, touch on. What I do want to touch on pretty much is something that's a little bit more upbeat. You guys, we haven't played—I haven't played any Beyonce in quite a few days. I've been playing on all the uh, new tracks on you guys, but every now and then, you know, we need to upgrade ourselves and upgrade the things that we we have going on in our lives. And upgrading means actually building. You know, it's it's kind of like you, you can build the foundation, you can put lay the foundation, but then you have to build on it. And with that, it's 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 more of a, a it's a construction kind of thing. If your life is under construction, I do have a writing about that as well. If your life is under construction, you just put a sign up and say detour until. Uh, If you're going to go out and you're going to say that you're going to do things for the community or whatever you're going to do for someone else, if you're going to preach about it, I I have to go ahead and touch on this one. If you're going to not be who you say you are and you're going to preach words that you're not going to do, and if your word is not your bond, it's a total blow up. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and drop this ludicrous with the now defamed Bishop Eddie Long with Freedom of Preach. Never preach a good one and tell a good one. You should be able to be free to say the words that come out of your mouth, which should be the truth. So here we go. It is 1244 in the a.m., November 21st, 2012, broadcasting live out of Long Beach. This is Gina's Groove Theory. I'm touching you with Freedom of Preach. It's a powerful song as well. Check it out.
0: Can the church say amen? We're going to do another offering right now. We're going to do another one in 15 minutes. And we're going to do one more. Right after that. Yeah, okay. Yes, women, you're looking so very beautiful in here today. Some of you with the same thing on from the club last night. The Lord give up and the Lord take away. Oh, Lord Jesus, I wish you take away Sister Mary's wig. Oh, you disrespecting the house of God with that thing. It don't even look real. Oh, it's testimony time. Oh, who is that? Young Chris Friggin. Boy, I'm glad you finally grew into the meal. Don't testify. Lord
3: Please forgive me for the mistakes I've made And thanks for keeping my mama safe when she wrecked my Escalade See, I could replace a Cadillac, but I can't replace my mama. I'm sorry for the hip hop beats, we sorry for the drama. But you gotta understand, us rappers ain't never had nothing. And one's loss is another's gain, so we gotta grab something. Lord, got so many questions I need the answer to. And sorry for the things I put my baby's mama to. I feel that women are really the strongest human beings, but why do you make them so emotional and other minor things? I guess it's your way of saying we gotta love them. And gotta praise them Cause without them we'd be nothing Plus our kids they gotta raise them While we out and the and Seeing what life has to offer But if you offer a new life Then what we need is better fathers Either I'm smarter cause of my daughter Or I'm just too dense I'm 28 years old It just now started making sense And
2: I've been searching so long I was lost in the clouds I'm trying to stay strong And make you proud It took me some time But now I see That he resides in me
3: Lord, forgive me for any time A fan said I was being rude I'm only human. I'm not always in the best of moods, but thanks for giving the gift of rap to write my feelings down. And sorry for cursing sometimes, but feelings make me shout them out. Forgive the people that want to blame everything on rap music. If they didn't live it, they can't relate or even adapt to it. Forgive those who don't think I'm great and want to see me go. Forgive Oprah for editing most my comments off a show. Don't get me wrong, I know some people got an image to hold. But those who criticize the youth might just be getting too old. We still traveling through life, finding what's right or wrong. I know some folks may not agree or even like this song. But I'm just speaking my truth, because I heard it set you free. And my conversations with God, even though he speaks to me, I'm smarter because of my daughter, and I'm not too dense. I'm 28 years old. It just now started making sense, and I've been
4: searching
3: so long. I've been searching so long. I admit that I've been lost in the
4: clouds. I've been trying to stay strong, man.
3: You know I'm gonna make you proud. I know life is full of contradictions. I'm trying to become a better man, praying for redemption.
5: Hallelujah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. the choir
3: sings.
2: So long. So long. Don't in the clouds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you
0: proud, oh, yeah. Don't All All I in the Ladies and, and gentlemen, we have a special baby. guest in the house tonight. With some words of encouragement Mr. Eddie What you just heard is real life It's real life for you It's real life for many It's about where you've been Yet at the same time you, Hey, you find yourself In the midst of conflict and turmoil Yes, I'm talking to you In the midst of conflict and turmoil Because you realize Hey, it's time to change right now And in the middle of that I want to say this The Bible says that When I was a child I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I fought as a child, hey, but when I became a man, I put away those childish things, did you not know that your environment has shaped you? Where you were born, in the project, in the ghettos, in the upper downtown, wherever it was. The people around you, the things around you, caused you to do strange things because you were seeking to learn, but what you learned was on the streets and not in the book. God called you a prophet. When you open up your mouth, everything of God comes out, and it commands attention. It commands change. I'm talking about the power that's inside of you. And in the midst, when you're starting to understand that I caught the wrong message, And now it's time, I'm hearing from God. What amazing experience as you hear from God. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ. He is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Somebody needs to hear that. And behold, everything becomes new. And when everything becomes new in you, it's time to stop the killing. I said it's time to stop the stealing. It's time to stop disrespecting our women. It's time for us to come home and raise our children. It's time for us to really mold our communities. It's time for us not to get hooked up in religion, but to get hooked up in relationships with God and the amazing thing about it is wherever you find yourself right now you can confess and you can tell God I'm sorry I had the wrong cue I was doing the wrong thing I was going after things that I thought were right but it wasn't right and now that I'm getting it right I'm asking you to forgive me and I may have done the things that they said I did but I'm not who they say I am I am who you made me to be and I'm changing in that and it takes a few moments, but every time I fall down, I'll get right back up, and every time I make a wrong turn, I'll get myself back in line, because I recognize I have been called for such a time as this, you can't resist the change, and you're not condemned by your yesterday if you can grab hold of your now and move in your
2: destiny, more. Strange and be We're now Searching so long
1: everybody. You're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 1251 in the a.m. That was ludicrous with the defamed Bishop Eddie Long. Love that cut. Uh, The the best part about that whole cut is where he says, "Uh, I may have done the things that they say I've done, but I'm not who they say I am. I'm who he made me to be. And that is the most powerful statement that anybody can ever make. You know, it's it's pretty much saying owning up to accountability for who you are, what you do, what you've done, saying that okay, I am accountable for that, and accepting that responsibility, but saying okay, I may be, I may have done what you have done, but I'm not who you say I am. I'm who He made me be, and that's a powerful thing. All you have to do is answer to God, really, when it comes down to it. You do have to answer to him. And he's the main one, really, that you want to make sure that if he if you got to an answer to him, you better have the right question. He, he, when he asks you a question, you better make sure you have the right answer behind that, with that. And that's how I roll today as well. So on that tip, let's go ahead and touch on something up. Upgrade. I haven't played Beyoncé quite a while. Uh, in life today, we do have to upgrade. That means upgrading ourselves, upgrading others, upgrading our communities. Upgrading the people in our lives that we care about. Upgrading people that we don't know. Upgrading other places. Making it, That's what it's all about. So broadcasting here live out of Long Beach, this is Jenna's Groove Theory. It is is three in the a.m. It's November 21st, 2012. Shout out there to all of you guys out there listening, as well as my classmates and my scholars out there. And happy birthday. Happy belated birthday now, Mrs. Zampelli. It's Sherry out of Long Beach City College. It was her birthday yesterday. So send a shout out there to her as well. Much love. She's another powerful lady as well. So here we go. Upgrade. Upgrade yourselves. Upgrade each other.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: Talk your shit.
2: <laughs> Let me upgrade. How you
3: gonna upgrade me higher than number one? You know I used to beat that block, now I be the block. Let
2: me upgrade, I hear you beat the block, but I am the like to keep the streets on. Know this you the type that likes to keep them on the lease, so. I'm known to walk alone, but I'm alone for a reason. Sending me a drink ain't appeasing, believe me. Come harder, this won't be easy. Don't doubt yourself, trust me.
3: You. I'm talking spy bags and fly and rooms at the Bloomberg and rumors You on the verge of a new merch, Cause that rock on your fingers like a tumor You can't fit your hand in your new it's humorous to me, they watching and we just got an Allen hopping off the your mafia coast Mafioso, oh baby, you ever seen satin? No, not the car, but everywhere we are You sure to see stars, this is high
0: level, not eye level My bed, courtesy, your order Mars I order yours tomorrow Now look at the time I saved ya Mama, let me upgrade
2: ya <laughs>
1: lot. We winding down to that last hour as well. Much love to all of you guys that are representing here in Long Beach. That was Beyonce with Jay-Z up a And also too. I had to touch on this one as well. Uh I was running over uh I I, I did a boundaries. I, I don't know if you guys uh taking up human services. Uh in cer there's there's law ethics, there's uh all types of areas of human services and uh there is a there is the treatment and recovery plan as well. And I ran across uh, boundaries and I was thinking about sharing that with you. Kinda it's it's teaching you how to, to set boundaries because in life yes you do have to have boundaries. And you know, I was speaking to my mentor about it and he was like, See, well no, when you're dealing with people you don't have boundaries. But, you know, when you get into school, you know, see, on this, uh, in, in the real world out there, we don't have boundaries. You know, we just do what we do. You know, there's no guidelines or anything uh, as far as helping anybody. It's, it's engagement. And it's a very, it's not an easy job to do. And you have to really roll with somebody who the people really trust. And there's not but one person, really, that the folks out there really trust. So, you yeah, I mean, if you roll with them, you're good. But uh, any other time, if you're by yourself, then, you know, they're kind of leery of you. But having boundaries uh, when it comes to working with clients and you know, in social work and as well as uh, case management, you do have to set boundaries for your clients. And uh, I'm thinking about sharing that with you guys because it's kind of beneficial. Uh, it's beneficial in the sense of how to uh, designate who we should be having in our lives. And since I ran across it, I said I need to use it. The bottom line is uh, in life today, you have to be really careful about who, what, where, and how you do things. And uh, as far as our ambition, that's one of the things he speaks about. You know, it's not more so of letting people go, it's not cutting people off, it's not being, you know, not, you know, cutting off your services to anybody, but it's having boundaries. Sometimes people outstretch their boundaries with you. And that could be in your friendships, and your relationships, and your kinships, fellowships. Sometimes people do overstep their boundaries. And with that, you know, being a nice person, you know, I I, I feel that I'm guilty of that. Uh, sometimes you know people see you as, uh, well, you're nice, and you know they see they take you, you know the old saying about kindness or weakness. You know, I mean, humans are only humans, and that's what they're gonna do. And, I mean, some are guilty of it. Me, today, I've learned that, no, you know, I I couldn't ever put anybody out in a bad situation just because of me or someone that I have. You know, I'm way, way past that. You know, anything that I need, anything that I want, you know, I do go to the man upstairs for. And because of how he trusts me and how he loves me, he puts it in my path. He keeps me steadfast on up, upgrading myself and improving myself. What I found in these past few days, which is really beneficial, is that the time that I have been like doing other things, the time that I run around doing everything for everybody else, which that is one thing that I do. I'm a constant day-to-day, on-the-job, all-the-time outreach specialist. I mean, if I don't have to actually be at the village or in the village or around I'm always outreaching you know the people out there and, and I must give thanks and you know praise as well to my mentor for that too because a lot of people out there they trust me as well and it's only because of who I rode with you know you have to kind of ride with uh, someone who they can trust and I know for several years it's been maybe two or maybe three or four people <clears throat> that we've outreached to for years who it took them a while to come on in And uh, when they came in, you know, it was a a big event. We have lost uh, one or two of them. And the one thing is that we didn't lose them on the streets. Uh, When you become a person who's working with human services, or you become a person who is working with humanity, or who is being an assistant to others. Now, keep in mind, all these years I've been out here, I I volunteer. Yes, you know, Still going to Long Beach City. Still, you know, striving for my, my degree. Well, I'm already ready to get my degree there. I need to transfer out to Cal State Dominguez Hills. Um, Learning all the things that I've learned, I've pretty much incorporated into my life. And from the very first, uh, I think the very first human services class I took, because back in 1998, prior to my mom uh, passing in, and prior to, uh, me losing my job, you know, wrongful termination, or you know, all the Uh Back before then, I was I was taking up psychology, and I wanted to be a psychiatrist as well. But when I was, you know, when I went through the job situation, I found out that uh, I was going through. Uh, speaking to an attorney friend of mine, much love to him out there in Florida. He's now in Florida. Uh, he told me like this. He said, "Well, you know, because I felt, I felt like, well." I knew something was going on with me, because of the what was going on at the job. I knew I was kind of odd. I knew I would have these sweats, and I was like repeatedly getting sick because you know I had a male coworker that was on the job that was too he was he it was a cut up, and that led me to believe too, as well you know I was brought up to raise brought up and raised that, you know we were told well as long as you got brains you know no one can touch you, you know uh, no disrespect to my fam to my people up in heaven. My, the ladies up in heaven. No disrespect, but uh, the DVD that Mrs. Renee Quarles gave me kind of, kind of gave me this insight. You know, we're set up to go to school, get an education. Now, Mr. U- Umar Johnson, he's one of the one of the speakers that's on the DVD, and this DVD is called The State of Man, and he speaks of, you know. We're told, and he suggests, that we shouldn't tell our our kids. We we shouldn't prime our kids to get an education, you know, first and foremost. And that's how how me and my brother were primed. We all went to private school. My nan, you know, she was born 1912. She went to private school as well. Uh, She went to the University of Louisiana. And, you know, you kind of wonder, like, how was it back then that they were able to do so? They lived in the city. Their dad worked for the railroad. And most of the men in my family back then when we did have men were railroad workers. They would migrate. Well, they migrated here to California. And that's pretty much when I'm looking over at my book that I'm writing. I'm starting off with that. And being at that, uh, how how we originated was more so, you know, no one had a, uh, well, you know, white man got me down and all that extra you know, we you know we didn't have those excuses, and and the one thing that you had to do was vote. For one, get an education, vote. You're not a citizen. If you don't work for what you got, and work. Nothing's free. No looking for no handouts, and absolutely no. Not the word recipient <laughs> comes to mind. I was looking at a uh, application today. It said recipient, and uh, I remember my mom and my nan saying that word quite often, but they never said it in a good phrase. is like recipients the bottom line is <clears throat> we do breed our children to go to school and get an education well omar johnson made a point he says that you know caucasian people they don't they don't tell their children to go to school and get an education you know they don't prime them on that they prime them on getting out there and starting something on their own also the power of ambition of uh, Mr Jim Rowan, he he said. he says, Well, we need to tell our children about wages and about profits. You know, wages are something that you will be forever working for. And if you're the kind of person that says if someone says, Well, you know, you help this person over here and you say, Well, I have my own problems to work with he suggests that you will always be doing that. If you're the only, if you're the kind of person that only thinks, you know, self-first, someone says, well, you know, we can go over here and do that. And you say, well, what about me? I got to take care of this. Well, you know what? You'll always be doing that. So you have to be able to have that heart, a giving heart to be able to say, let me help someone else. I do it all the time. And sometimes I do that. I, I get, you know, I get mad at myself about it. Because, yes, I do neglect myself. You know, I don't go to not like what I should. You know, I might be at the hospital, but I'm not taking myself. You know, um. I might might not do that. I trust and believe that God do, does, you know, cover me in that aspect. You know, he's not gonna let me fail. Uh I can't I can't remember who it was. I, I do believe it might have been Vaughn who said to me, um it's like well, you know, God won't put on you more than what you can handle. More than what you can take. And I do trust and believe in that. But I do know I am told too, I'm highly favored and blessed as well. You know, as long as I feel that I'm doing what he wants me to do, it doesn't really matter what anybody else wants me to do. As long as he's happy with me, I'm happy. So when we pray the children to go to school to get an education, you know, Omar asked the question. He says, Okay, what is within that education that we set the kid to go do? He said, Well how we're doing it and how I guess pretty much how my the women in my family raised us, it's kind of putting you out there to to get worked. Now the one thing I can I can say was being it that they taught us well they drilled in my head that, you know, you got, as long as you got brains, no one can touch you. That, uh, no disrespect to them up in heaven, but that wasn't exactly true. Um, if if you're in a situation, and, and you know, in a job situation, and there's someone that doesn't like you, I mean, it does happen. It's kind of like the old the teacher doesn't like me kind of thing. There are seriously people out there that, you know, you may work for that might not like the way you look. You know, and my boss, she was a sure one for that one. She would have me remove people just simply by the way they looked. And so, that was kind of mm, that was kind of sending us out there on, you know, on, would you say, shielded from the issue of finding out that oh well, my brain doesn't outweigh the color of my skin. And that was kind of like a blow up. The case is. Yeah, He asked, Umar says, well, what is it within that education? And what education are we we sending our kids to learn? Do you really know what it is? And then when he got to breaking it down about, you know, the standards of the educational standards and by what standards it is written by, you know, it kind of makes it look, look, it makes sense. He said, well, you know, they tell their children to go out and start a business. Get, you know, get a business going, have your own. And I guess if we start instilling in our children that they should want to get a business of their own, and just like the council member, Mr. Neal, much love to him too, he made a point as well. Something that I didn't focus on. You know, my my people did say they say, well, you know what? In order to be a citizen, you have to, for one, get you have, get your education, and they were willing to pay for it. All of our educations were paid for, it. and that and I give them that. See, they put their money where their mouth was. They weren't with, they 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 didn't just talk to the talk they walked the walk you know much love to my brother Saint John Bosco I mean hey they they did that they made that the, that positive effort but no one ever did speak of well, get it in your own business now as we got older my mom was always she was an innovative lady and I give that shout out to Candice out in San Diego my good friend from uh, Virginia chelly she uh she's one of those kind of people she's an innovator she. Puts her irons in all different fires. My mom always said, uh, my mom, she went to cake in school. She went to designing shirts. She was an artist. She did all the extra to keep going. She even for a couple of days got a job at a drive-in. That was a blow-up. The case is, well, she always said, you never really know, you know, what could happen. You know, one day you may have a job, mate. one day you might, you might not. Being that all our lives, me and my brother, we were very fortunate to never want or anything, but she would say, "One day, one, it might come a time that you might not get anything on Christmas." Now that day never did come, but those those are the things that they installed in us. Now, as far as education and voting, oh, that was a definite. You know, like I tell, like I told a lot of you guys, you know, hey, from six years old, from 1974, actually, from the Gerald Ford and the Jimmy Carter uh, election. I've been watching an election every four years, till I got 18. When I got 18, the first thing I did, I ran out and voted. Now, to be a to be a bona fide citizen, yes, you do have to vote. Yes, you do have to work for what you get. But then also, too, how do we work for what we get? You know, we can run other people's companies. I, I look back at the company that I was in the big legal battle with. I was a supervisor who made a portion of a percent of a percent. Of a percent. But then I was also very replaceable. Even though I was top-notch, one of the best. It was basically the best. Never had a complaint of the three and a half, four years I worked there. Always had a kept a full shift. Never had to beg and pull teeth to get people to stay. And You know, I had that. Even though I had the other spirit on me with the, you know, financial spirit, that financial spirit, that financial spirit whereas I felt that you know, if I had to have a couple of thousand in my pocket, I was broke. And and that back then, now I know was you know I, I guess you know I, I had a writing about it. Uh, I, I'll find it and share with you guys. It was only to impress myself, you know, because in the end, you know, it's not about what money has. You know, I learned over the period of time when me and my my children struggled through life, the one thing that we didn't lose out of property and you know, we're you know, our, our our what we owned, our home and everything else that we lost, we never lost each other. So I did learn that love does conquer everything when it comes to it. I never lost them, they never lost me. And a lot of things is we shared in. A lot of ways that I found out I got to know them. You know, traveling, uh well let's say fifty plus different places. For three for the for three years we traveled we lived in fifty different places, fifty plus two different states in a period of three years. Different schools, four or five different schools. Uh, I could say that how my family based me was my kids went back after all of that. I mean, because they went from Las Vegas to, I mean, hey, we went to Arizona. I mean, we didn't stay still. We didn't stay in that one place too long, you know, because of mom, of course. And they still went back together at the ages of nineteen and twenty and they graduate together, which was really nice. But that does let me know that, you know, you you can inspire in them to yes, at least get their education. Never not give them that. But then also to give them the option and lay it out on I, I did raise my kids with I spoke to them about investment early on. And we, we did an investment. Actually, which didn't turn out too good. We invested with my cousin and we we don't, I won't say how much, but Cases, you know, I spoke to them about investing. I spoke to them about IRA. I spoke to them about, you know, mutual funds and, you know, how to make their money grow. Now, today, I'm a little bit different. I don't know if I would teach them that and tell them that as opposed because that's investing in what? Just like you mentioned about the education. It's investing in the uh, education of, you know, what are you, what are they learning in the books? That's another question that I pose. He says, well, if you inspire your children to go out and make a way for themselves, see, profit is better than wage. Wage is something you work or, work for. You get a paycheck every two weeks or maybe once a month, depending. And that's something you will always get. But when you get into profit, profit, or, or I won't say it. I won't say it with the IRS here, but. It profits are profits. Profits are money's made over. And how he brought, how he broke it down, Mister Jim Rowan, He says, now take it like this. You have a dollar. And much love to my brother Bishop too, because he speaks about that ten percent when it comes to tithing and offering. But Mister Run says, take a dollar. the First ten cents out of that dollar, you go ahead and you apply that. The first ten cents out of that dollar the first dollar you make, and you apply that to charity or whoever that, you know, your charity that, of your choice towards helping someone. Then you take the second 10 cents and you apply that towards self-enterprise. And now I'm going to bring a little bit more to you about that self-enterprise. Self-enterprise would be your entrepreneurship, what it is that you have of your own, your idea. And it takes a dream. Like he says, it takes a dream. You have to be able to dream to be able to come up with something that's beneficial for you. But it's very easy to do. I didn't know I was going to be in this line of work that I'm in. I didn't know that I would like it. You know, coming from two women, one, one who was a co-founder of Local 399, Kaiser, most of you guys out there know, maintenance workers, Kaiser. That was my name. She was co-founder of that that union. My mom, out out of Orange County, local Teamster, local 952 awesome ladies, you know, they did it that way. Now I could say that they probably would say, Well, they wouldn't agree too much with my humanitarian things. Uh I don't see easy of the two, you know, in the humanitarian kind of light, because they were go getters. You know, and they they stood firm and they were tough. They led a you know tough fight. But in the sense of saying, Well, you know, go out there as long as you got brains, nobody can touch you well, I guess in their world, probably it was different for them. For me, in the job that I was working for, and that too also makes a difference too, in the job I was working for, it's a total, total different thing. Now, in the life that I live today, I know they're proud of. They might say, well, she shouldn't have to go through the extra, but then it's more so like for my children to know. Well, my daughter, well, she's a hard worker. My son, he's a hard worker. They sit back and they're working their jobs and I inspire them to let them know that, yes, of course you should be encouraged to set up your own. You know, that second 10 cent going towards your self-enterprise would be your idea, your dream. And then a third 10 cent, that third 10 cent would be for you to say, well, borrow, loan it out. So let's say uh, how my, my sweetie face does it. You know on a hundred dollars you pay double back you know on a uh or on on a hundred you may say twenty five percent or you know add twenty five to that when you pay it back. It's kind of like my friend uh, brian in in the service that's what he did he loaned say his his partner's money and to pay it back with interest, so that's thirty cents out of a dollar that leaves you seventy cents now how he explained it that's seventy that's seventy percent that's seventy cents. Out of that dollar. And you have 30 cents that are going three different ways. For one, each of those three different ways are going to bring you profit. And that 70 cents you can go ahead and put up and hang on. That will be profit. That will be profit. So it's like you did, you've you've given here. You've given where you can be assistance to someone else. Then you've given towards yourself to build on your empire. And then you're helping someone else build on theirs. Then that seventy cents, put it in the bank. Also, too, another quote that up, Mr. Brian Tracy. Now you can check Mr. Brian Tracy out as well. He is he's the author and narrator of How to uh, How to Be a Millionaire Millionaire, or if you want to be a millionaire, pretty much. And he speaks of the same thing not saying that, uh, you know, you got to walk over anybody. First thing he says is that you don't walk over anyone. Don't step on anybody's back and say if you're a company owner and say you're a CEO and you're making profits off of your company, off your employees because he said that, oh, you need some, You need everybody. You know, and I, I and I know a lot of people say, and I know I used to be like, well, I don't need nobody. Cases, yes is, yes, we do. I've come to terms in this past couple of weeks since I've been really, let's say, a week and a half since I've been listening and really paying attention and studying, you know, the DVDs as well and going over what it is to make myself more successful because basically all they ask is that you pass it on. They don't charge. Everything that I'm working with is free to me as far as the Twitter and Facebook and how to get, you know, more activity without paying. Uh, All of these things are given to me free. All they require and and they come from my Twitter followers actually, which is real cool. I guess they, they get into my bio or they listen to my show and then you know, they wanna to touch me and give me some good stuff and that and, and that's what I say. You know, I don't I don't even know them. You know, I, I have uh for I have a couple of friends here and there, folks out here that I've worked alongside. And with that, you know, I, I can't say that they offer and, and I have to compare that too. Comparing to the folks that I've worked with as opposed to people that I don't even know, who are giving me information that I can share with someone else, and all they ask is share with someone else who has a like mind. That's why I bring it to you guys. So with that, I I can I can wager out pretty much where it is that I what I can do, what I can be great at. So I'm gonna kind of imply that dollar that that whole dollar thing in it. Now as far as what Umar said, Umar says, and you can google him he he's amazing he's amazing power his name is spelled u m e r humor u m e r johnson a uh, smart educated black man check him out and another person too most of you guys might know him is that grand master dr Amos wilson is another oh he's powerful as well as incorporated and shout out to mr Jose Empudia for Ed Long Beach. He was the first person I ever heard say the word "inculturated." Enculturated. He speaks of how our children, uh, children, our generation of children are growing up, you know, believing that uh, dance, hip-hop, clothes, and all those things are culture. Culture is not defined by what you wear, how you rap, what you sing, how much you don't wear, any of that. Culture is tradition. Culture is the people from which you come, from which you came, your origin. Culture should not be by any means influenced to think that it's the way you put your clothes on, it's how much jewelry you wear, bling bling, and all the extra. No, that's not culture. Culture is what my mom, before my mom passed prior, my children only listened to jazz. And it's kind of funny. Uh, they they know all of the major jazz. They know all jazz. Every, every people you would never think. And then once she passed away, and then I would play the regular radio. They you know they got the groove in a little bit. I think about it now, like wow. They go from Ray Charles, Willie Bobo, David Sanborn to you know listening to pretty much regular music. And I I guess I guess let's say worldly music. It's it it's. It was my, it was on me, pretty much. I mean, I listened to also uh, classical. They they love classical, contemporary jazz, you know, uh, rhythm soul blues. It wasn't There was nothing that they could name. But then also too, they got a little bit of the flavor. But I can still say that they're really solid in the young people they are. But with 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 that saying, Omar says, "Well, all right." What are the standards of the learning tools that they're using in the in the school to learn? And he made mention that well, the standard of education is based on the English principle. And from my understanding, which you never really know, like Jay would say, who took the uh, who took the tally and who's coming with the statistics? And you know, I've been kind of thinking about that too. You do have to kind of be wary about the statistics. But what 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 grade standard? Are they following? Are they teaching? And with that, you say, "Well, okay, you know when you see yeah, uh, Omar speaks of telling our young people about our history, about where we came from now, I don't know i'm I'm gonna have a show about this one. uh, what do you think about you know i'm gonna I'm gonna pose that question to most of my listeners. What do you think about teaching our children the history of their family, our heritage, and our generation?" You know, in my case I didn't ha- we didn't have that. You know, whipping up and down and all the extra, you know, wasn't nobody picking no cotton from you know, <laughs> from what I asked, you know, I made sure I did ask. There was no forty acres in the meal. And I did ask about the twenty five cents an acre. You know, and uh, my nanny said, Oh no. It was nonsense. And but then also too, she didn't believe in African American either. She said, No, I'm not African and you know, I mean she would swear by that. But then also too, being that she was more so was a go-getter. She believed in saving money. She took her first earned dollar, and she put it up. Just like how Mr. Runn said, but she may have put that dollar up. But Mr. Ron says, okay, well, don't just put that dollar up. Now, my nanny would tie an offer though know, she didn't go to church. That was it on the end. You know how they do. But Mr. Rowan made a point of how to make it where you can keep constant money where you never be without. And in uh, and speaking with my brother's friend, that is one thing that he brought to me last night in our conversation that I I just can't wait for him to share. I, I offered him. I said, "Hey, can you, you know when you're ready to share it? Because there, you know, it, we're out here. We're trying to we're trying to come up with an, a feasible way that we can get community together, and by following the techniques that you know from the, the videos that I've been watching, and incorporating whatever it is that you guys can collect collectively can bring." We can make it happen. You know, we have a lot of powerful people out here. We have a lot of people who are, you know, <clears throat> you'd be surprised in the society of people that there are some people out here who really do care about other people. And I'm fortunate, not not it's not a whole lot of us running around, but I'm very fortunate to know the ones that I, I do know. And at least with my spirit, I can meet others. We all have the same, as long as we all have the same idea and the right mindset, we're on the same page. There's nothing we can't do. Now, as far as educating our children, of course. Okay, education is first and foremost, yes. See, yeah, that's how it's was brought up. But the bottom line is also speak to your children about voting. Mr. Neal brought this up. and I was like, you know what, no one has said that. And he's like, well, you know, no one is, you know, teaching you know, or telling the children about the right to vote. You know, you got to get them involved. I was like, wow. So, yeah, I'm bringing that to you guys now. And I'm going to make sure I mention it to you guys as much as possible. Get your kids actively involved. I did vote this past election. Hadn't voted since 2000. You know, that was a blow up. The case was, but I got out there this time. Not just to represent for Mr. Obama or any of that. To represent for people who didn't have the right. You know, back in the day, like I speak to a lot of people wasn't just black who didn't have a, a right to vote. Women didn't have a right to vote. Children didn't even have a right. I mean, labor, they would work children. Black lives, there's so many different atrocities from, you know, laws not being put in place. Now they did have the uh, prohibition, as far as the because. And it's funny that, that you can drink now, but the case is, is we all didn't have a right to vote. You know, women were... In the same class as you know, being one third of a third of a person as well, no rights, you know. I mean, so we had to fight for it too. So that that's one thing. I didn't I didn't go out there and vote this time because of my skin color or any of that. I were, I went out there for all kinds of reasons. I went out there because see, the old standard of my one my one vote won't count. I never believed in that because I was always I was politically driven as a kid. I never believed that one, count, one, one vote won't count. My one vote won't count. But I also believe that, well, this election, I saw how everybody got out. I saw the support. I got in contact with, you know, uh, council members and been doing a lot of talking with, you know, and, and they are powerful people, you know. Uh, Mr. Davis up in uh, the Assembly Assemblyman, Mike Davis, at his uh, cocktail. Uh, reception. I got the opportunity to meet him as well. Great guy. Community driven. You know, so when some people, when some people sit back and they say, well, you know, yeah, they're just politicians. No, you have some out here that are willing and they work with the community. Mr. Neil as well. Always has an event for the community. For them to come out and make connections. And you guys get LinkedIn as well. LinkedIn, I got LinkedIn as well. You guys, if you guys are not hit with it, get LinkedIn. Get LinkedIn so you can better, you know, network through the people that you need to meet. And that makes that makes a whole. Collectively, you know, with everybody's little input. You know, it could be, I, I'll bring this. It's kind of like a potluck. So look at it like this. Community is like a potluck. So in a community, we're having a potluck. So everybody bring a plate, a dish. Bring your dish, and we can all sit around and share with everybody's dish. With the children growing up, you guys know I represent for the young people as well. We have to keep them informed on what it is to be a citizen as well, what it is that they should do, how important it is that they get out there and do that, because maybe one day they might want to run. Who knows? Get them informed informed about what's what's going on because they need to know about it. I, I think we have lost uh, a certain amount of uh, uh, credibility when it comes to the young people when it comes to voting. You know, maybe it's just because we don't have time or, and I know since 2000 I hadn't voted, so I'm guilty. But the case is, maybe we don't have time. Maybe we didn't put a lot into it. Uh, maybe everybody's working and may, trying to make a way, trying to make a living. And, you know, it's hard out here for everyone. But we need to sit down and tell them about that. Tell them about how they can take that dollar. Well, for one, take that ballot, get it those initiatives, <laughs> be like Gina, Gina's group theory, get with the council member in their city, and find out what it is that they need to vote for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what propositions work, what measures, because that was, that was much love there, too. Those measures and, and initiatives and they're hard to read. They always have been, really. I mean, they. I mean, it's, it's like yes and no on both, on on all, on either way. So with that, get them informed. Tell them how the electoral votes go, the popular votes, and all the extra, and get them interested. Now I don't know how I don't know how you can get them interested in it, but if you tell them, well, you know what? Leadership. You want a leader? You wanna pick a leader or you wanna be a leader. That's what you gotta do. In order in order to make another person follow suit, I tell people all the time, you do have to lead lead by example. And when you're dealing with working with people, be always in between me as a supervisor, I was in between a tyrant and a wimp. So I was never too weak to do that and never too strong to do that. I always kept myself grounded. Grounding. Is good too, along with their education, as long as, as along with their parental guidance, you lead them the right way as far as life is concerned in every aspect. Tell them about all the things that maybe you know you learn. That's why when I bring the kids out here, we speak. Uh, the show we had the last what show before last, it was about STDs, and I had a young guest a recurring guest who was on uh, bringing, bringing Up Our Children in 2012. Very nice, very mannerable young man. You know, but he had a really different kind of view of, you know, um, protection. Because I posed that question. There are things that run through my head that say, well, you know, I notice that these particular things aren't being discussed. Maybe it's because I don't look at the news as much, but I don't, I don't hear anybody saying too much about STDs and, the rising the rising rate of infected people this city being on the what in the top 10 of the most infected city these things need to be made aware and then when it comes down to voting and all that has to do with all of that education and all that you got to be able to read to be able to read what it is that you can contact then you have to be able to vote to see where it is for the research that you want to be done for it. So it all kind of connects. You know, pretty much when people, young people say, well, you know, math, I think I said it too as a young person. What do we need math for? What am I going to use it for? What do you need algebra for? You know, it's like, we're not going to really need it. Math, I had to learn personally, is in every aspect of life, even if it's words. See, math, you may think it's just numbers. And young people might say, "Well, oh, it's just numbers and that, and they're subtracting or dividing." But no, it's not. It's not just numbers. It's words. It's quotas. It's sentences. It's it's just how the world goes round. You know, you have to keep them updated, get them informed, get them out there, let them know that these rights that we do have today didn't have before. That goes for women, as well as people of color, as well as people who are not from this country. And also to another point that Ms. Rowan said, So they wonder you wonder why it is that people come from other countries, they come here and they make a way and they grow. You know, they, they, they become financially independent. He said it's it's the I guess that's where the ambition comes in, because they're ambitious to get here. Mr let's say uh, this is another one you should look at, Claude Anderson, out of Harvard. He says, "What they do when they when they're about to leave home, you know, say I'm I'm coming from uh, say Africa, and before I leave to get on the plane, I look in the mirror and I say I'm going to America because I'm going to make something of myself." And they come here, and they do, and of course we know they do get you know extra extra helpings and some and some and some for some apparent reason some do. But the case is not to sit there and say, oh, well, they're more fortunate than me or not to say, well, they were born into money or, you know, not to rely on and focus too much on the other person. You have to incorporate in you what it is that they have. And you have to have that willing, you have to be able and willing to drive the ambition. It was a posting, <laughs> Mr. Dale posted, It's it, it's about this particular thing. It's about when people tell you, well, for one, if people tell you you can't and people tell you you won't, it's only because of their own insecurities. Mr. Roy made a point, too. Once you get financially independent, he called it financially independent. I call it spiritual prosperity because it's the same thing. (laughs) I've shared that with most of my friends. Most of you guys out there get with me and tell me what you guys feel about it. I don't know. I'm going to find a way to everybody can see it so I can get some real feedback. But it's mine a spiritual prosperity. I call it spiritual prosperity. He call it financial independence. He said, once you get there, you know, the friends that you have are going to say, because rich, they're going to say, well, rich people can't get into heaven. And we all know that it's hard for a rich person, or we've been told, it's hard for a rich person to get into heaven. It's like uh, going through the eye of a needle. How am I going through the eye of a needle? Well, Mr. Ron said, well, that's the kind of feedback you're going to get. Oh, well, you shouldn't be rich. He said, "Well, you know what? This is what he told his friends who brought it to him. Because some people are not as ambitious as you are, and as opposed to getting involved and getting ambitious about it, they're gonna get you know negative about it, negative you know, get on you about it. Well, you can't be rich, you know. I mean, well, you know, what is God gonna think?" Mr. Ron said like this. He said, "Well, you know what? I'll, I'll deal with God on that." One. <laughs> he said because see, when he did make his first million, when he did make his first money. First thing he did was put it into charity and giving back. He said, that's the way you make it. And I was like, wow, that is incredible. You know, coming from a white-collar guy, looks like pretty much white-collar, white-collar, he says, the best way to profit, the only way to be successful is first, you have to put it back into the community, put it back into helping other people. That's the first thing you do. And then anything after that, it's totally profit. So with that, I was, like, very impressed. So, okay, so we teach our kids, you know, what is it that you like? When my kids were young, I used to ask them, what is it that you love to do? You know, and if that means to sit at the dinner table, and he also mentioned that, too, if you have any type of spiritual background, share that with your people, share that with your family. You know, he said, even bring it back to the, Sit at the kitchen table. Now, most of us don't have time to sit at the kitchen table with the kids and eat dinner, but if you can make the time. Like I tell most parents out there who are raising kids who are in school, take one day out of the month. That could be the day that you called off work because you're at the club the night before. (laughs) It doesn't make a difference. Or that could be your sick day. And go and do a pop visit. I used to do it with my kids all the time. They'll tell you. You know, pop visits work. Get informed with the teachers. Get to know the teachers on a person-to-person basis. That means you have her number or his number; they have yours. Any problems arise, they can always call you. You're steadfast in their work, steadfast in their life, and then as long as I keep bring, I'll, I'll bring the young, the young people here to give you the inside schools because uh, Derek, my my guest, that was on boy, he blew it up. He gave us some warning signs on what to look for, you know, and like I say. Be leery about where your kids go. Get to know other parents of the sleepovers. my kids will tell you, never let it happen. I never let them sleep over ever. The deal is I was cutting I was sheltered their sheltered. Can't say that's the best way to go, but at least be aware of who the parents are. everybody nowadays everybody's not the same you this parent might have moral goals and things and standards and you know. Uh, integrity, that doesn't mean the next parent does. So just because we're all parents doesn't, doesn't mean we're all parents. So with that, get to know your, your kids' friends. You know, get more involved. That one day will make a difference. If you haven't been doing anything, like doing any school things and meeting your the teachers on the teacher meeting you know, PTAs or any of that, start now. It, it can never be too late. You might say, Well, I didn't do it when they were, you know, up until eighth grade or whatever the case may be. Start now. Once they see that you're informed, you're you're interested, then they'll get interested. You know? It's kinda of like that old thing is, you know, our parents could look at it look at you, you already instantly know. Not to do this, not to do that, straighten up. That's what we need to start installing. Not fear say, Not fear per se. But that we're here and we're watching you. (laughs) That's what I did to mine. Let's do a check-in with the time. It is now 1.42 in the a.m., slowly approaching 2 in the a.m. It's November 21st, 2012. It's going to be Thanksgiving in a couple of days, right? Boy, it sure came quick. Then next month will be December. We'll be looking for Christmas. So with that, I say for tonight's show go ahead and give an update. I'm going to go ahead and gather up everything today, find out where all of the Thanksgiving dinners are going to be served. I know for sure downtown that the mission is going to be downtown. I'm going to get see if I can get a list, if I can generate a list today of the places out here and abroad close nearby where there's going to be feeding. Usually the reef out here does do Thanksgiving and Christmas, but we'll see. I'll check and see. Uh, budget cuts and all kind of extra might not be available for us. Uh the Reef usually sends out uh gives out tickets for for Christmas and Thanksgiving. So we'll do a check in with that and see what's going on. And I'll check in with uh my community people, my community leaders and see what it is out here that we can do for this holiday. So that everybody can have a beautiful holiday, this holiday. And for you guys up there on Facebook, I did see some of my friends up there on Facebook are doing some some turkey, uh some Thanksgiving Dinner giveaways. And uh, last time I checked uh, out of 500 turkeys, my friend is looking to get 500. She only had 50, so I'm going to double check back with them and see how they're doing as well. Shout out to Delita, uh with the woman's organization that she's trying to uh, up uproot as well. I'm going to get with her today and see if she's going to come on in tonight. Say, night before Thanksgiving, it's going to be actually two nights, Thanksgiving Eve. We're going to see what it is that we can come together and make happen. So, two and two. I'm gonna go ahead and play a play a cut that I haven't played. Then we'll come back and touch in, share a little go away, something to inspire you before we take off of this. What would this be? You guys know I'm almost I've done a hundred shows. Can you believe it? A hundred shows. You guys can go out on iTunes and you can download, podcast my shows as well. Uh, We're growing in and out. We're going to be doing a second show to what we as women should know. And then Bishop Brett wants to come out here and he wants to talk about the whole element of the way he put it, luster love. (laughs) Luster love. As well as all the pastors and bishops and uh, all the people following me on my blog talk host out there. getting a lot of following from the religious side. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna touch into that. I'm gonna see what's going on. You know, I I, I look I figure that spiritually, the spiritual leaders, the religious leaders out there, you guys bring it. You bring it because your word is important too. Community leaders, your word is important. The community itself, your word is important. Your voices need to be heard. And that's one thing that we all must consider. Everybody's voice needs to be heard. If it's worthy enough for us to hear it, it should be said. This is Gina's Groove Theory. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station broadcasting out of Long Beach. Much love for all you guys for your support. Like I said, you guys should go out and check out my website under construction. Not complete yet. It's at Com. Shout out to my son for that one. And you can also get the widget and you can listen to my shows right there on my site. That's a beautiful thing to do. And for you guys who don't know, WebStamp, if you're looking to have a signature for your email, WebStamp is the place to be. You guys can check that out as well. And I'm going to see if I can incorporate some of these ebooks that I got as far as Twitter and Facebook. There are so many different innovative. Ways that you can social network. I never could imagine that I would be so socially networking as well as, well not as well as I am, but the way I am. Never thought it would be that important. But today I'm blessed to have this radio station running it out of my own pocket. You know, I'm going to try to keep it going, keep it keep it steady, keep it pa- paced. You know, they gave me the torch and I ran with it. So let's say it is now 1.47 in the a.m slowly approaching that 13 minutes. It's going to be 13 minutes before we're out. Let me go ahead and uh, I'm going to play a cut. I want to grab a writing, share with you guys before we go, before we take off tonight. So here we go. Let's see what I got for ya. Oh, we're going to do, this is a little hot little cut right here. Oh, well, you know what? Let's let's play something that's more more along the lines of what the show is about. You guys know I'm pretty good at that. So let's say, whoa, okay, here we go, let's see, what do we have inside of the little, the little Studio, yeah, we're going to go ahead and broadcast this one, I haven't played this in a while, this is Beyonce, the main thing that I had to get over, and I think we all have to get over when we're making amends with other people, with the people we've harmed or hurt in any way, is that we kind of knock off the... Take the chip off the shoulder. Lose all the uh, ego. Ego would be a good word. Lose all the extra. And just bring yourself. Be yourself. Be who you are. And represent. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and touch you guys with ego. Ego. This is Beyonce, Jay-Z, and Kanye West. Ego. Check it out, you guys. This is Genus Groove Theory. This is a remix, you guys. So pretty hot. It's one slowly let 150 and this is Ego. Shake those egos people. Come with your real self. And the truth as well. Works
5: benefits.
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I got a big ego. <laughs> I'm such a big ego. Uh, uh, uh. I got a big <laughs> ego. She love my big <laughs> Ego to so stroke my big <laughs> Ego. I like to joke around a little bit, but here we go. Welcome to the wonderful world. Uh, go play the Earl cause Everything I throw up, blow up. Talking to the girl, she said, Noah, what? Grow up. You nasty. I don't understand why they tripping if you ask me. Flow just the nicest. I admit the propane I just spit. Probably just raise the gas prices. Everybody in the club trying to get as fresh as me. What you want, dog? Trying to stay recession-free and spit refreshing. When I rock the stadium, you probably get sweaty, you should bring an extra tea. Now I'm standing next to Jay, who's standing next to B. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. That's good for my ego. Me and my ego, and he go wherever we go My ego is my imaginary friend He was with me when I was only imagining I had dreams of the league One day, I played Kobe or walk up the Puff and he really know me Could have let the dream killers kill my self-esteem Or use the arrogance as a That power my dreams and my ego oh, baby,
2: let's
5: get lost
2: all in the work is you to ball. For real, want you to show me how you feel? I consider myself okay, that's a big deal. Why? Well, you got the key to my heart, but you ain't gonna need it. I'd rather you open up my body and show me secrets. You didn't know what's inside, no key for me to lie. It's too big. Back it up He got a big ego Such a huge ego I love his big ego It's too much He walks like this Cause he can back it up Usually I'm humble Right now I don't choose You can leave with me Or you can have the blues Don't call it arrogant I call it confident You decide when you find Out what I'm working with I'm killing you with them legs, but yet i some blind, matter of fact, it's my smile, or maybe my eyes, boy, you would like to see, kind of something like me, it's too big, it's too wide, it's too strong. No
1: Everybody, you're back with Gina Screw Theory. It is now actually 1:54 in the a.m. Broadcasting live out of Long Beach. This is November 21st, 2012. Slowly approaching Thanksgiving, Turkey Day, you guys. Uh, I did say I was going to share with you guys a quick little writing before we end it in this uh, show for tonight, and I'll be back, of course, tomorrow night, like clockwork, and. Uh, mm, well, uh, I was picking, trying to pick a good one for you guys. And, uh, yeah. I have so so many writings that are really uh, dramatic, but I'm, I'm putting them all in context. Actually, this one I'm going to leave with you guys is called Victory's Minds. Uh, up this morning, thanking God for all that he has blessed me to have today and anticipating what he has in store for me tomorrow. I'm cleaning house and packing for the next journey. My life is always eventful and new with every day. I can never feel bored or alone. I have overcome the worst of what life has shown me. Now I can clearly see the path I am to take. I have to let go of my ambitions as well as the people who speak to me about limitations. I have no fear of ambition or failure to succeed. As long as I keep in mind, keep My mind on what is good and righteous The rest is solely in the hands Of the maker I look forward to the challenge And await my opportunity To overcome all and any feats That lay ahead of me in the coming days I stand ready for battle And confident in victory With that, that's going to be Gina's group theory for tonight Looking forward to hearing from you guys tomorrow We'll be sharing some extras with you Get out there today Make your dreams happen Put a little time into yourself, into your family, into your loved ones, into your love, to your mates. Put a little time into your community. Get out there and make a difference, you guys. And as I end up every show, as my intro is, I always do the outro as well. I ask myself, years ago, I, I, I fell in love with this song. Fell in love with it simply because it's Mary J and it's Robin Thicke. But I didn't know the impact that it would have on my life today. And today it really does it says everything that i i I hope to speak for, everything that i I believe in, pretty much I ask myself after going through life's trials and tribulations and being assisted, I turned it around and turned a helping hand to someone else. So I asked myself, what it is that I can do since I was fortunate to have my mentor and all the people out here support me back when I didn't have it when i did, I needed it so with that, I asked myself, you guys ask yourself. Ask myself what it is that I can do to make a difference. So you do the same. Much love to all of you guys. This is Gina signing out. Gina's Google Theory, KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. Much love. See you tomorrow.
4: papa